The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Hi, my name is Lynn Evans. I am the managing director of a company called Women of Substance LLC. It's a financial planning firm specifically for the financial planning needs of baby boomer women. I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse, available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And we are here with the lovely Diane Baldy, CEO and president of uh, Hospice of the Sacred Heart. And joining us as well is Miss Mary Lou Quinlan. Mary Lou will be doing a performing a one woman show for hospice on November 8th at the Theater of North at Theater at North. Mary Lou uh, spoke as the keynote speaker for uh, March, our March um, Society of Irish Women uh, dinner. And uh, she spoke beautifully, I must say, as I say to Mary Lou, we, no one ever stops talking during keynotes. This time when you spoke, Mary, a pin, we could have heard a pin drop. It was incredible. <laughs> so Mary Lou will be performing her wonderful show, The God Box, and we're going to talk a little bit about what we can expect, how she decided to do it, and how this whole thing just came through to help hospice. And we thank you, Mary Lou. Thank you. I'm thrilled to be here with my favorite women. Oh, and you also, we need to say, did Lynn's podcast too, right? Once before. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, she was I did. Yes, also. Lynn and I have met, and, and are, we are both. I hope we're both we're all women of substance. I love the name of your company. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. You were also uh, Mary Lou. You were the commencement speaker at uh, Chestnut Hill College in 2013. When my niece I was, graduated, I loved that. That was so oh, beautiful nice. under the tent. Oh my gosh, that was a really emotional one. I just, uh, I was so proud to be there. Yeah, yeah, it's a great, it's a great college. Mm-hmm. Aw, so nice. Mary Lou, what can we expect on November eighth at the theater at North? Well, I would say if the we is the audience and um, it's human beings who have in their lives experienced what it feels like to love someone so deeply as I loved my mother and may also in their lives have experienced the the sense of loss and trying to hold on to someone, Um, then they will feel very at home with this show. Um, When I lost my mom in 2006, I felt like she took part of me with her. And even though like Lynn and like Laurie and Diane, I have been in business and successful uh, in my career without my mother, I really felt um, lost. And so I wrote a book called The God Box, and uh, it did become a New York Times bestseller. And I know my mother would say, of course it did. (laughs) (laughs) But I thought it wasn't enough. You know, when you really love someone, you just want to keep them in the world. Right. And so I developed this play with a fabulous um, playwright and director from Manhattan's Labyrinth Theater. And it is the story of growing up in a family that is, you know, a Pennsylvania family, which is where I'm from, uh, a very close one, and the humor and the uh, uniqueness that each family has, but that eternal bond of love that doesn't break even when someone dies. And so it's a 
it's it is i hope if people tell me it's very moving i know that but they do laugh a lot because it's mm-hmm. about life And as you say, the tagline, which on the way down, Diane, I just heard the commercial on the river for the God Box. And as you say, the tagline, you'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll want to call your mother is is so meaningful because that is the very essence of why you did it. Whether you can or not physically pick up the phone, you'll want to you want to do it. Right, Mary Lou? You'll want to. It's true. And, you know, not not all of us are blessed with a really close relationship with our mothers. Let's face it, there are all kinds of mother-daughter or, you know, mother-son relationships. But um, I have found that in the audience, at the end, people will come up to me and say, I have had a, a falling out with my mother, maybe for years. And they'll say, I'm calling her from the parking lot. Uh-huh. And that's, that's nice. the feeling, you know. Yeah. You don't have her forever. So pick up that phone or, you know, keep your heart open to that. It's really important. Yeah, and Diane, when we met Mary Lou, because Mary Lou was kind enough uh, for the book signing when they she sold her book, as she said, her New York Times bestseller, um, at the Society of Irish Women dinner, uh, Mary Lou, through Kathy Wexler, was able to donate the proceeds from the book sales directly to Hospice of the Sacred Heart, and that's the day that we all met, that, we, that Diane and I met Mary Lou, and in speaking to Mary Lou that day and she said well what do you do for hospice and I said why do development work she goes then you're going to want to talk to me because I would love to bring our show that society of Irish women 400 women drinking having fun and I just Diane and and Laurie I just was drawn to the two of you and it just Uh meant to be. So Diane, what do you think about, I mean, I know you were thrilled you were, as soon as we started talking about it, you were like, let's do it. National Hospice It's it's a perfect, it's a yeah. perfect lead into National Hospice. So Hi Mary Lou, how are you? Good to hear your voice. Hi Diane. It was, for me it was amazing just from the reach out that you were looking for a hospice in the area and sometimes I used, to, I used to have an old running joke that if you throw a rock you'd hit a hospice program in northeastern Pennsylvania, <laughs> but it has changed somewhat uh, that there's not so many but it was a nonprofit piece that's so dear to my heart but then hearing your show that night and I've devoted very I mean our lives are very similar in the way that when I lost my mom I had already been working in hospice for 18 years and I thought I was the best hospice person there was until I lost my mom it made me a better hospice professional I was a you know registered nurse and I am still registered nurse but more on the administrative side and I'm telling you you just spoke to so many people and Laurie's right to keep that many Irish women quiet for any length of time (laughs) is nothing shy of a miracle but I mean it's so moving and everybody walked out with such a great feeling and so when there's no better way I can think of to celebrate National Hospice Month um, and have that you know we have the new thing in Hospice of the Sacred Heart it's called we actually trademarked it Mary Lou and I'm anxious to talk to you about it to have a sacred experience that that's what we Mm. we believe that our staff provides to patients and their families and I think this is a wonderful way for the community to have that sacred experience that night with your performance and just meeting you. I mean, it's just, you are who you portray you are. And I think it's, it's so exciting and a wonderful way to celebrate National Hospice Month. Well, thank you. Well, hospice was so important to my family, to with my mother, and actually then again with, with my dad. And I respect, admire, love. I know you're often called angels on earth, but it's true. Yeah. Well, it, it, it is. I give every dime um, of that night, as I have been doing for the last uh, several years, but for Hospice of Sacred Heart, um, it just means the world to me. So it's 
that's what I do, what I do. My mother was a really compassionate person, and mm-hmm. so I'm trying to learn from her having lost her. And let her legacy live on through that, and I think that's the beauty part of it. I, You know, when you're talking about your mom, I, I often say I do something every Mother's Day, the day before Mother's Day for the community. It's a remembering mom brunch, because I think the first time, first year you lose your mom on Mother's Day, you have such a difficult mm. time, and so we have a brunch for them. You know, we have about 50, 75 people, but the message is that when my mom died, it's like part of my heart didn't work anymore. The rest had to work. Mm-hmm. I had to keep going, but that one part was never going to feel the same. But the message was that we can get past this and then to kind of pay it forward. So it's very similar on a very much smaller scale. But I think moms, all of us and grandmothers, I'll throw that in because I'm a proud grandmother. But I, I think that there's a certain bond, not to leave dads out of it, but there's a, there's a mom bond. Mm-hmm. There yeah. is, there is, and uh, I, I think the greatest compliment I know when people people say like you look like your mother, you remind right. me of your mother. I, <laughs> I, I love it when people say that. Right, you become your I mother, really right? <laughs> well, we do become our mothers, no mm-hmm. doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Mary Lou, as as you know, this event will take place uh, Thursday, November eighth, at the theater at North, and you have to you have to call the. Um, seven o'clock it starts and you have to call the theater at north for or go online and get tickets the tickets are 25 dollars for the evening and it's at how long about mary Lou? is it 45 to an hour for minutes would the you show, say the show is an hour an hour and then okay. i'd hope we'd have a little chat and i'd come out and sign books and meet yep. the audience and and hear some of their stories yeah which is nice because mary lou will be there after and then she will be signing books and uh it that's such a nice way to meet to go to actually have the time and the opportunity to meet the person who you've been spending the last hour with listening to her stories and they kind of become your own because as you said and not to give anything away Mary Lou God box your mom just to give a little bit of history mm-hmm. every time in, in lieu of just a prayer if there was a worry or a thought she would tell you I'll put it in the God box and similar to is that kind of what it was and and, and, and she kept a little just the junky kind of recipe box and <laughs> and the thing about my mom is that whenever she ran into someone and they'd start telling you know some people are they just tell you their their worries yeah. and they would or of course my brother or I I wish I got a promotion I wish I could get this account whatever it was and mom would say don't worry I got it go in the god box <laughs> and she'd write her little note into the god box and the discovery of um, the god box and so much more uh, when she died was such an overwhelming uh, revelation to me of how compassionate she was and also the things you learn about someone you love um, when they're gone written in their own hands. How nice. It's, uh, fascinating. It's, it's it's important. I want to let everybody know, too, the Theater at North, which is in um, the... Uh, Lynn, did you go to North Scranton mm-hmm. for a while? No? Okay. Mm-hmm. To the old, beautiful North, Scran- North Scranton Junior High School. Right. Was, uh, it's a beautiful building, and, and there's a wonderful theater, and the phone number is 570-800-5020 if you wanted to call 800-5020, and that way you can get your tickets and be part of this wonderful experience. We're really looking forward to it, Mary Lou. We, we've been meeting after meeting, right, Diane? Trying to make it perfect. Oh, definitely. I'd like to also tell you, Mary Lou, that Fidelity Bank and Dr. Barbara Pluckbett, who is one of our uh, guest experts here, will be sponsoring along with WBRE and the Radis 
Madison has um, agreed to help us with this too. So we are very, very happy with everything we have going on so far, Mayor. How do you how do you think we're doing on this end? You are the best. <laughs> oh, oh baby! In the United States of America, <laughs> I have to say. I mean, I've done this show probably 150 times all over the country, and I'm even in Ireland. I've done it. I have never met a group more determined, more organized, more passionate, and um, with the best results. So I am so thrilled. I just love the women of Scranton, I have to say. That night at the uh, Society of Irish Women, I was just over the moon with <laughs> the faces. I'm looking into the faces I know. This is me. You know what I mean? Right. I felt uh-huh. so at home. So I cannot wait to share the play with this audience. And I love it because if you go online to buy your tickets, which is thetheateratnorth.com, you, I just was flipping through myself, Mayor, and there you were staring right at me as I right. first, first one on was you coming <laughs> up because, thought. of course, they do, you know, put all of their shows and what they're doing, but it is very easy. It's thetheateratnorth.com and you can buy the tickets directly, pick your seat and go from there and uh, it'll be, it'll be a great night. As we said, well, the performance will take place and then you will speak a little bit. Diane's going to, how about Diane's going to go right up on stage with you too, Mary? <laughs> Absolutely. And she's going to be on the set. There you go. And then she, the questions from the audience and then the little books, the, you know, a little bit afterwards, we'll have the book signing. It's, it really is promises to be a wonderful night. We are so, so happy that we were able to get you back here. And as you said that night, Mary, I have to, to say this on air because someone said it to me and I think I told you already, but when you said, I hope to bring my show to Scranton. And so, I, and I'm thinking, you know, wink, wink to Diane and right. I, because we already knew it was going to happen. And someone said <laughs> later, you know, Laurie, did you hear her? She was saying that um, she's going to bring her show to Scranton. I said, it's already happened. She goes, I knew it. As soon as she said it, she, she said, I knew you'd have to done, she'd right. bring it. So we are so, so happy to be part of this. We look forward to seeing you and anyone else out there. Again, the phone number is 34, I'm sorry, 570-800-5020, or the theater at north.com buy your tickets $25 everything comes back to hospice of the sacred heart .com or .org .com okay .com it's right on here I checked it so we're all good so Mary Lou thanks for calling in we will see you in a couple in about a week and a half oh boy see you soon Mary Lou safe travels okay I can't wait to see you and Lynn I hope I see you there I will be there for sure (laughs) okay we'll be right back with our dear friend from Fidelity Bank you're listening to Laurie and Lynn show we'll be right back Hi, my name is Lynn S. Evans, CFP, co-host of The Laurie and Lynn Show. I am the managing director of a new business, Women of Substance, LLC, a financial planning firm dedicated to the specific financial needs of baby boomer women. I help them navigate through widowhood, retirement, divorce, and job loss. Send me an email at lynn at lynnsevans.com and let me know how I can help you. I'm also the host of a podcast, Power of the Purse, available on more than 30 sites, including iTunes, Stitch and Google Play. We record these lively conversations with women who've been there and have great advice to give others so they don't go down the same dark holes. And we feature some experts who share some great ideas to be prepared before you have to face these transitions. And we have a whole lot of fun. Please don't let the fear of not knowing about personal finances stop you anymore. I am here to take the confusion and mystery out of money. Go to my website, lynnsevans.com and see how we can set up a time to talk or browse around the many blogs and other free info on the site. Remember, money's not the enemy. Your ignorance of it is. 
Hi, I'm Dr. Barbara Plugnett, MD of Advanced Gynecology Associates in Scranton. I've had the occasion to work with many women in my 25 years as a gynecologist. And while I enjoy that experience, I also specialize in helping women to have a better quality of life before, during, and after menopause. I believe it requires a personal touch. I get to know my patients, and I personally strive to make the normal process of menopause as easy as possible beyond resorting to traditional hormone replacement therapy. If you're a woman thinking this is only happening to me, know that you're not alone. If you have questions, concerns, need personalized attention, please come and talk with me. I'm here to help you. There's no need to suffer with menopausal symptoms. You can reach me at my office in Scranton via phone number 570-344-9997, or you can find us on the web at Dr. Barbara Plucknett, that's B-A-R-B-A-R-A-P-L-U-C-K-N-E-T-T dot com. ERA, Exceptional Real Estate Agents. When you want to have the best of the best selling your home, you want ERA One Source Realty. With offices all over northeastern Pennsylvania, ERA One Source Realty will give you the personalized service you'd expect from a professional real estate company. They have experienced realtors that have years of experience, which gives you, the home seller, an incredible advantage. They will offer suggestions to make your house sell faster. They will tell you what others will be looking for. They know how to present your home and sell its features, giving you the greatest chance to have your house sell fast. And ERA One Source Realty offers an industry-exclusive guarantee. If ERA doesn't sell your house, ERA will buy it. Yes, if they don't sell your house, ERA will buy it. That's peace of mind. That's a guarantee worth its weight in gold. Call ERA One Source Realty today and find out how you can have your house marketed by one of the top-rated companies in Northeastern Pennsylvania. Call 877-587-SELL or on the web at ERA1.com. ERA One Source Realty, always there for you. It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now, back to Lori and Lynn. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to Laurie and Lynn's show. I am Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And I am Lynn Evans. I am the managing member of, uh, managing director, I should say, of a company called Women of Substance, LLC. It's a company I created specifically for the financial planning needs of baby boomer women. I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse, available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google. Google Play. And we have another guest expert Mm -hmm. with us today, representing Fidelity Bank. We have Nikki Russo, who is the assistant branch manager of the Back Mountain branch, which is um, just new, isn't it, Nikki? It is. It's going to open. um, The grand opening is January 12th and 13th, but we're going to be open November 15th, I believe. What we call a soft opening. A soft opening. (laughs) (laughs) Details to come. Yeah, okay. So where did you... um, well, obviously, you're not the assistant branch manager at the moment because there isn't a branch. Right. But how did you get involved in um, in the whole banking thing? Um, I was Are working a- at another place for a while, and then I put my resume into the bank, and I started in music, and I oh, went to the Dunmore office, and I moved around to a Scranton branch in Greenridge, and... Now I'm in Kingston. I'll be moving to the Back Mountain branch. So. And you live in Tunkhannock. I you do. Say that yes. so that, how convenient. Yes. <laughs> that is. So I'm getting yes. close to Back Mountain, yes. right? You're just going, Very what is convenient. it, 20, what is 29? 29. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So what is the um, Back Mountain branch going to look like? Is it 
new? Is it built from scratch? It is built from scratch. It is brand new, and it is very green okay. after... Um, our West Granton and Pittston branches. Uh-huh. I don't know if you ever saw those. Yeah. It has the trademark swoop, uh-huh. the roof, and it's our president, uh, Dan Santanella, says it's to say where your money's going and it's going up. Uh, so, I love yes. it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. okay. So, Bad Dan. <laughs> yeah. What does, um, what is this branch uh, going to do for the whole Fidelity system. So we have the grand opening is slated for January 12th and 13th. Um, We have an impact program that we are giving away $15,000 to a nonprofit organization of the Back Mountain. Okay. Um, So nonprofit organizations, 5013C organizations can go on our website. Um, Can I throw out the website? Yes. Okay. It's www.bankffidelity.com forward slash impact. It's a simple application. And for the nonprofits, just to fill it out, five finalists are going to be picked after November 30th. And then the supporters of those five finalists can come into the new Back Mountain branch and vote for their um, their favorite nonprofits. And they can potentially win $15,000. So everyone get on the site and fill it out or give us a call. Stop in the branch. Isn't that That's neat? neat? Yeah, yeah Joanne was idea. about that. That's great. That's a yeah. great idea. We we want to serve the community, and, and we can't wait to get out to the Back Mountain and be the best bank for the community. So um, we really want everyone, we're inviting everyone to come in. And the grand opening is family-friendly. It's open to the public, so everyone come on out. So Back Mountain, are you considered Dallas, Trucksville? What's your Everything. Actual? Dallas, Trucksville, um, no, Knox. No, but where's the branch? Sweet where Valley. is it? Exactly. Oh, it's right in between AutoZone and Lisa Baker's office in the... Dallas Shopping Center. Dallas Shopping Center. Yes. Okay. So we're right there on the right there. Okay. So I know where that is. I think um, yeah. that restaurant that I love, T- Tomasino's, is that the name of Tomasino's? it? Tomasino's? Is it a pizza place? Yeah, it's a pizza place. They there. have some gluten free stuff. It's good there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you should yeah. come out to the grand opening because oh, we're giving. I, I, um, and I love it. I love that whole neck of the. I love the Back Mountain area anyway. Nice. I think that's just a really neat place. And you know why I like it even more? Back Mountain gets cable and they get UCTV so they could see me on TV. Too, so I got to <laughs> well, like I it. Well, I knew there had to be something some more. Reason, but yes, <laughs> but no, I love everything. I love the the stores. I love that whole area. It's a, a great. Um, so as far as people coming in and support, there's a that's a densely populated area. Yeah, it is. It is. So we're hoping everyone comes out to our grand opening. And plus, we are giving away a 2019 BMW and $10,000 in cash and other prizes. So, yeah, come on. Maybe I should go. You should go. Yeah. You are lucky. Yeah. If I didn't work there, I would definitely yeah. come and put my put my name <laughs> yeah. on that. Employees need not <laughs> yes. apply, right? That's correct. Yeah. yeah I think that's oh how boy, it works. oh boy. Well, so Nikki, how long are you with the bank altogether? How many years? About six years, going oh, on wow. seven years. So okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have a lot of uh, interesting background here. You've been, you're a graduate of Seton Catholic High School, Luzerne County Community College, and Misericordia University. So you've got a degree in business administration with a minor in management. I think that kind of sets you right up to be in that slot. Right, especially in that location, because Misericordia is in Dallas, too. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, it kind of all fell right into place there. Wow. sure did. So have you been involved in a lot of activities in the Back Mountain personally? 
Um, I haven't been involved in too many, but I've gone to a few events um, Nikki, in the back mountain. Hold on to your horses because sure. you'll be really I know, involved. Now. I know. Once the bank gets there, and there's probably so many things uh -huh. to do, the best thing you can do is get involved. Well, Fidelity is big into um, giving back to the community. Yep. We have volunteer time off hours mm -hmm. that we get paid for to donate painting houses for the community. Last year. Um, I read to first, second, and third graders how to save money and how uh -huh. to build a business as easy as a lemonade stand. Uh -huh. So, um, yes, we will be very busy with the community. I, I also right. like the idea that I, I don't remember which one of the uh, branch managers was talking to us about it uh, but when she was here on air. But there was something having to do with... Uh, I don't know what it was called, but it was an opportunity for local businesses to come in to the branch and do something for the general public with their business. The business of the month. Yes. yes. So they would come in and, and I don't know, this yoga studio, I remember that. And Wasn't they would it Trish, do, Trish from uh, Pittston? It could have been yeah, Trish. I, I don't so. remember mm -hmm. who it was. I think they did have a yoga event. In but Pittston. there was one every month, mm -hmm. and and people were invited to come to the branch and participate. Right, so yep. it wasn't just here's a here's my business card. There was an activity that Going was around on to that. come. Right, yeah. we did. They, do you still paint do that? And sip night yeah. in Green Ridge. One night we had drinks, and you got to paint your wine glasses for. It was around Halloween. We did pumpkins. There you go. Yeah. yeah so kids came out. Guys came out even for it. Yeah. So. It was nice. So I'm sure you'll be doing stuff like oh, that. Oh, I'm sure. It's going to be very techy <laughs> and, and futuristic. So it's it's very green. It's going yeah, to be nice. Great. How do thing. the um, older population of of customers do with the the green, the technological part of what you guys do? Are they adapting well with it, do you find? I think some of them do. I mean, we work with what you're comfortable with. The great thing about Fidelity is... Um, when you walk into a branch, you're not really customer 675, you're Lori, you're Lynn, and Lynn may not like the app, and she likes her checks and her debit card, and I know that. But if she comes in one day and say, Nikki, I really want to see my balance every day. I want to see what checks are there. And I don't want to wait for my statement. So I might take Lynn over to the desk and say, let's download the app and see what you like. And I'll do it hands-on with her and show her step-by-step -step how to do it. Mm -hmm. um, it is very easy. So that it is. I mean, that's it's why I think you know, once for, people get used yeah. to it, it's really not as scary as, you know, people think that it right. is. Well, I don't really care about that. I just want to make sure the cookies are there. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> all Everyone I, loves the cookies. I, I, the she, yeah, I'm surprised she didn't email Well, Nicole I know. I thought her. I was going to. I know. Well, I didn't think I should have brought cookies. Oh, it's okay. Well, she does. It's okay. Listen, you score big brownie points if you bring cookies for Lynn. <laughs> I didn't think because about that. I should Because who used yes. to bring them all the time? Patty. Patty did, Patty DeCipio yes. would come yes. in and she said, Lynn, I brought Trish your cookies. Too. Trish did. Yeah. Now you have to have Next me again time, so Nikki, I can bring we will them. tell Joanne okay. you have to be present again. I so that told you can Joanne, don't send anybody mm -hmm. in here without the cookies. Yep, see? Obviously, see how demanding she is. And Randy Williams says, I'm demanding. Hello. Well, have I ever asked for a cookie? No. <laughs> That's just because I can't eat them. <laughs> I have a there I have you celiac go. disease. So I can't. Uh -oh. But I have to, I have I to tell you, this is... so good when you go in there. I know. This is funny because this week I went into the Abington branch and I had, I just had, walked in the front door, which I usually I come in the side mm -hmm. door because I park over there. But this day I came in the front door and... and 
uh, I think it was Maureen who was there who looked at me, and the next thing I saw her do was look at the cookie <laughs> to see if there were any cookies. She didn't say hi. You're like she, a cookie I, monster. It was so funny that uh, she just saw me and went right. To uh, the were there cookies? Sure there are. No. <gasps> Did she make a few for no, you? No, no, no. But I said something to Joanne, who was the branch manager, and she said, we just haven't gotten any of those cookies here. I said, oh, I'm talking about the chocolate, chocolate chip ones. That's my oh, most yeah. favorite. So they had some there, and they were chocolate chip, and some of them had the M&Ms in them. And, right. You know, I got my fix. Mm -hmm. But I just thought... I believe we do bake them in the branch. Yeah, too. I know. You do. That's yeah. what I was told. And but I others, think it's funny that I have those women They smell. They really do. It makes you feel like, you, like you're it's, at home. You, if you go in and you're like a little crazy, the smell makes you feel uh, so much more... It's so much more peaceful. Yeah. Because, you know, um, and, and Nikki, uh, fidelity, and we say it all the time, is just so wonderful to our the communities of which you have your branches. And as we were saying earlier with Diane, um, you, Fidelity, is sponsoring, um, is one of the sponsors of our God Box performance on the 8th of November. So th th it just bears repeating at this point how people step up and you guys are always people who we can count on. And I also have to say in conjunction with that, yesterday when I called the Radisson, I was speaking with Suzanne Lehman. And Suzanne is the director of sales. And as soon as she got because they're sponsoring us as well for this. And when she got on, she goes, I forgot, I have to tell you, I listen to your show every Saturday morning. I said, well, we'll make sure. So, of course, during the last segment, do you think I remembered to do that? No, I talked about the Radisson, no. but not Suzanne. So big shout out to them for... Um, everything they do in, in this community. But it be, it's really important when you're a, a business such as your bank or like the Radisson or anybody doing this work, Nikki, it's so important to be able to, to give back and be, be part of your community, show up and do something. Right. Mm -hmm. Which you guys always do. And oh, before yeah. I forget, please, I have to say this. You know the man, Pat Carr? Yes. Who is a yeah. realtor? Yeah. Okay. I ran into him the other day in Sunita's office, and he said he listens to us. There you go. So I just wanted to say, hi, Pat Carr. Mm -hmm. There you go, Because Lynn's man. office is in Sunita's, but Lynn's has a space in the ERA office in Clark Summit, mm -hmm. so she gets to see all these people coming and going. But Nikki, anything else you want to tell us before we, we break? I just want to say all the nonprofit organizations in Back Mountain get on our site and submit an application so you can possibly win $15,000 and come and visit us in our new branch. And get a good supply of cookies. Yes. Okay. I love it. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, Nikki, thank you so much. Thank it's you for so having me. It's so nice to meet me. you. Good nice luck in your you. new position. Thank you. And, um, yeah. Good. I'm just, I'm happy. I love all these young women in the banking. I was I a too. young woman banker years oh, ago myself, okay. so it's all good. So, Nikki, best of luck to you down there. And to all of our friends, a big shout out to the Back Mountain. They're wonderful people, great organizations, great businesses. And one more bank in a good place to help you with all of your financial needs will be Fidelity. A uh, soft opening November? Um, November 15th. Okay, uh, grand then, opening January 12th and 13th. There you go. Okay, well, thanks, Nikki. Lynn, we'll be right back. We have the lovely attorney, Barbara J. O'Hara, as one of our guests, another guest speaker. We're, as we, we say, we're loaded with women today and all our guest experts. So please stay tuned. You're listening to Laurie and Lynn Show. We will be right back. Hi, this is Nancy Kamen from WILK's Morning News with Webster and Nancy. And I know Laurie Cadden. A lot of people know Laurie Cadden. And more importantly... Laurie Cadden knows a lot of people. Laurie Cadden Enterprises specializes in fundraising, public relations, and special events. 
Laurie Catton can take your business or organization to the next level. This isn't something that you learn about in a book. Heck, it can't even be taught. Laurie Catton lives it. She knows how to work a crowd, open doors, and build and nurture relationships. With Laurie Cadden Enterprises, you get, ta-da, Laurie Cadden and her 20-plus years of experience. Call Laurie today at 357-8399, 357-8399, or email Laurie, Laurie, L-A-U-R-I-E, at lauriecadden.com, L-A-U-R-I-E-C-A-D-D-E-N.com. Laurie Cadden Enterprises, because it is who you know. I'm Dr. Nicole DeNova. Since VREC opened its doors in 2010, we've treated over 30,000 patients, including the puppy whose curiosity led him to a porcupine and the police canine who was just doing his job. VREC is located at 318 Northern Boulevard in Clark Summit and is open 24-7 for your pet peace of mind. To learn more about us, visit VRECPA.com or call 570-587-7777. At Fidelity Bank, we're here whenever and wherever you need us. As your financial partner, our goal is to provide you trusted advice and outstanding service, whether you're in line at our branches or online with your smartphone, mobile device, or computer. With convenient banking tools like our Fidelity mobile app, you can put the bank right in your pocket for safe, secure, 24-7 access anytime or anywhere. Call today, 1-800-388-4380. Visit us online or stop by your local branch to Go Mobile with Fidelity Anytime Banking. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Do you have a support, custody, or divorce case in Northeastern Pennsylvania? Call Barbara J. O'Hara, an attorney with 31 years of experience in divorce, custody, and support cases. You need an attorney who is experienced in family law cases, not a general practitioner. Call Barbara J. O'Hara at 570-344-7171. This may be your first divorce, but it shouldn't be your attorney's. You need experience on your side. Call Barbara J. O'Hara at 570-344-7171. Here's Lori and Lynn. Hi, we're back. Hello. Good morning. My name is Lynn Evans. I am a, I don't know what I am. (laughs) I'm a managing director of a company called Women of Substance, LLC. It's a financial planning firm specifically devoted to the financial planning needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse, available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And we have with us the lovely... Attorney Barbara J. O'Hara, who is a partner with Hughes, Nichols, and O'Hara at 1421 East Drinker Street. (laughs) Barb has been practicing family law for 10,000 years. (laughs) Feels like that. 38? 38? Okay. 38 years. Every year we keep going up, um, which makes sense. And Barb is here um, to join us for our last segment. We've had a packed session of wonderful ladies here today. Lynn and Barb's picking up the rear on this one. It's a pleasure to be with you guys. Yes, so what's going on? And all the guests. There was, um, what I wanted to address is the the change that the the governor and legislature has have made in custody laws as it relates to the opioid crisis and how to address that. And back in July, now effective into law, is that in the event, and they didn't just limit it to opioid crisis, but it was prompted by the opioid crisis because so many kids are being left without anyone to care for them. 
So what happened is the governor and the legislature enacted a, a law that said, okay, if you are an interested party and you that you could apply for custody. And what happens is typically you would file a complaint for custody and a petition for emergency relief because the child has no one to care for them. Now, so the old law was that you needed to be a parent or a grandparent. And now it's they've expanded that whole standing issue because it was always, you know, and with a grandparent, they had to fall within one of three categories, either live with them for a year or the, their parent was deceased or um, that um, so, some other category that would say, yes, you have standing to bring a custody action. Is the is the is that true when they you say left alone, meaning through death of a well and or just someone who can no longer control themselves and they're well, here's to what's drugs. happening. A lot of times <clears throat> if mom or dad, you know, you have a lot of single family homes. Yeah. You have a, a lot of cases where both mom and dad are actively involved in drugs. So if you're an interested party, an aunt, uncle, cousin, um, grandparent, next door neighbor, and you see a, an issue like this, you know, wow. of maybe the kids are being left by themselves. And there's some pretty horrific stories mm -hmm. that, that are happening because mom and dad are in active addiction or mom's the only caregiver and she's in active addiction, or she goes off to to rehab or has a has a, um, an overdose or whatever and then it's an issue of who takes care of these poor kids and who not just the day-to-day -day, but you know what's going to happen if they need to go to the doctor and it's a grandparent or a neighbor or a cousin or whatever so is it in so favor what, then of the child now oh absolutely okay good. absolutely so what's happening <laughs> is that you can if you're a third party, meaning a grandparent, aunt, uncle, sister, cousin, whatever, and you are seeking custody, number one, you have to be able to establish that you're willing to assume the responsibility of caring for this child or children, that you have to be able to prove that you've had a sustained, substantial, and sincere interest in the child's welfare or children's welfare, and that if you're a third party, you may only seek custody when neither parent has care and control of the child. So it's not like you can just jump in and say, I never did like how that daughter-in-law of mine is, mm -hmm. is raising yeah. that child, but um, if the parents are out of the picture and neither parent has care or control, you know, I see situations where mom, mom or dad, you know, is caring for a child and because of their their drug or alcohol problems is the child's just not being taken care of at all. Do you find that those people who are who are who don't necessarily think they have a problem or they think they can do this it's clear they can't where does the the law the the, the where does the it fall on the like I know in a, a, a situation where the the court always wants the child with the parent is it more there is that, obvious that now with, right so with someone who's in active addic addiction are they more apt now to to veer away from that thought or do they, do they still always want the best situation as a parent to, to care for the child than someone else? I mean, with with an addictive problem, that's well, got to be a huge pro issue. It's not usually like a, a parent or say a grandparent or uh, a relative would not usually jump in until it's a dire I, I situation. Okay. So it's not just, wow, I think they're drinking. 
I think it's more of she's laying on the floor and the kids discover, which I've had those cases. And it's kids calling up and saying, I think mommy's dead or I think daddy's dead. And you have these poor kids that are, are thrust into this very adult situation. And they're calling up a grandparent saying, um, I, I think she's dead. What should I do? Uh-huh. Okay. So these are those kind of cases where, and unfortunately they're happening, happening all too often. And the court had to deal with the, the standing of these other people to come into court and say, Hey, listen, I'll take care of, mm-hmm. of this child or children. And before there wasn't a mechanism by which you could allow third parties to do that third party meaning, you know, let's say it's your sister's children or mm-hmm. whatever, and you're saying, I'm going to go do that. Okay. Which sometimes you'll see these done by informal agreements of grandma just takes over. Right. And they just kind of wait until mom gets out of rehab. And other times, you know, because of a number of different reasons, like let's say you're a grandparent and you, t- and you took over that. If you don't have a custody order, you can't take them to the doctor. You can't get medical treatment for them. You can't consent to the big life legal decisions of, you know, does, you know, does Johnny get a cast or get, get surgery? So that's when all these things have to be enforced and enacted then is to well, go through an attorney to get your, for your right. rights. Okay. okay. So what I'm seeing is when, when the mom or dad goes into rehab, people are seeking legal advice and okay. saying, what should I do? And, you know, now the, the legislature and the governor has made, made it possible that we've changed, changed the law so that you can do that. Um, Barbara, so the court ask, looks at three let different Let me ask a question sure, about what sure, you were sure. just saying. That the previous arrangement before this law was enacted would say that you had to show that you were in standing, <clears throat> if I'm using the right word, Let's for Let's say a year? an aunt or uncle couldn't just go in and get custody. Yeah. Okay. There was a year wait. Before um, you could do no, that? no. For a grandparent, you had to say they lived with me for, for a year. A year yeah. okay. Or my my the child. Okay, the the child that makes you the grandparent. Okay, so your child was deceased, or mom and dad were separated for six months. So lots of people fell in that into yeah. that mom. Like, you know yeah. the, the separation and okay. grandparents raising right. their grandchildren. Yeah. and lots and lots statistically. Overall, it's gone up 10%. Uh, In rural areas, it's gone up 28%, where it's grandparents raising mm -hmm. as caregivers. Which you see because well, drugs there's are so commercials prevalent. on TV. Yes. You know, Bob Casey's ads with that one woman, the young ladies, the woman whose daughter died of an opioid overdose, and she was left with a nine nine month old baby that she is now raising as a grandparent. Yeah. And that he is in favor of their, their rights. I mean, obviously, something's working there, right? Because you're right. saying things are changing. The need is there. Mm-hmm. The knowledge that these people are... I mean, think about that. I mean, you, you're you a grandma. Mm-hmm. Diane, you are. Um, Lynn is about to be. I'm far from it because I'm only 25. Um, but, um, but seriously, think about that. Like, would you oh, want to do that? Oh, it's a huge responsibility. Yeah. And I, I like being the grandma who's, <laughs> See, who, yeah. get, who enjoys the uh, the fun stuff. Yeah, and doesn't do the the twenty four hour. Yeah, because you, yeah. you've been there, done that three times. I, it's just amazing. Yeah. 
so in 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 for a good in a good way. What about as I was trying to make my point? I I don't know if I did. Someone who say someone was an a very they were in a, a bad situation with with drugs, and then they sort of clean themselves up a little, but the person is still fighting for custody, permanent custody of a child that they've been caring for. What are the odds of of that situation, or do they? Do okay, so typically what happens is when it's a dire situation, mm-hmm. the person's overdosed or or you know gone into rehab. Typically, like the 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 other someone else party will over. come in. Yeah. So if dad's responsible and goes goes into court, he's going to get custody. Okay. And the typical thing is you go in on an emergency petition, and the court will do that, and then they'll they'll do a review, so that when when the 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 addict gets out of rehab. Well, rehab's not just a 28-day thing and then there's aftercare. And so typically the court monitors that mm-hmm. so so that there's a periodic review of how's mom doing, whatever. Because quite, quite honestly, the grandparent or aunt or uncle usually does want mom or dad to, to resume a parental role once they get their addiction in, in, under control. But... Um, so the court usually does that on a periodic review. Sometimes I've been in cases where they'll order that there's there has to be drug testing or um, alcohol alcohol testing periodically. I even have a, a client or two on colors where they call the color at five o'clock in the morning and you have to call in and see what color it is of the day. And if you report by a certain time in the morning, to do a, a test. Well, that's the only way, right? That you're yeah. going to be able to control it right. is, is to just do these random at yes, will. And, yes. Wow. But uh, that's what happened. So when you go into court on this, uh, you need to, the court will consider the following factors. How long the person who's seeking custody has been in the child's life, the quality of their relationship with the child, and the extent of their relationship with, with the child. So it can't be like an occasional kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see them at Christmas and Thanksgiving. Yeah. But, I mean, this should be somebody that's very much in the child's life that wants to continue that relationship. Because you have to look at it from the child's perspective. You know, mom or dad might be in rehab. They may have even been the person who discovered them laying on the floor. Because that happens a lot in these cases. Because, you know, people are using drugs in their house. Who else is there? They're, right, they're the kids, minor they children. Come home, right. the, it, so the poor child then, I mean, they just want the parent to get better and to be right, consistently right. better. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to put them with a stranger. You want to put them with somebody that there's a strong connection. So, Barb, if people are listening and they know someone and they um, or they need help themselves to gain legal custody or to help with their children, grandchildren, needs physical custody. What did I say? Legal. Legal. Okay. Okay, So tell me. Legal is the joint decision making. All right. So tell me, you're you're happy to talk to anybody about this? Sure. Do what you can do because it comes under family law, obviously. It it is. It's custody. It's all what you do. All right. So will you tell everyone how they can get in touch with you? I can be reached at 570-344-7171. My office is at 1421 East Drinker Street in Dunmore. And I practice in Lackawanna, Luzerne, Susquehanna, Wayne, and Wyoming. Thank you. You are one busy lady. (laughs)
But seriously, if anyone has a question, this is a very, very, very important topic and subject, and it's getting worse with, it, with sadly the, uh, you know, the abuse mm-hmm. that's there, and God love these people struggling and the children who love them. So um, if you have any questions, we'd be happy to talk to you. Please that, give her a call. That's great. And we will be back next week. We thank you for listening, and um, we'll have a good weekend, Lynn. You too. You have too. A good All right, everybody. Okay. Be nice. Be safe. Be safe. And please be nice. Bye. Bye. Bye.